Hello, and welcome to another edition of Brian's Budgets, a podcast by Carrick Consulting and hosted by me, Brian Carrick. In this podcast, we'll talk about money and the role it plays in our lives. I'll also offer some helpful suggestions along the way for your money management. Today, we're talking about side hustles, right? Which is the new term for having a second job or a third job. I am continually impressed and disappointed uh, by the dichotomy in the college student population when it comes to working. And, I, and what, I, what you find is that you have, on one end of the spectrum, students that understand uh, that they need to work in addition to going to school in order to not only uh, support their financial situation, but to build that work experience and to uh, you know build a resume that makes someone worth hiring uh, once they graduate. I think too many college students are on the other end of the spectrum where whether they're using mom and dad's money or they're using a series of financial aid or loans, uh, they don't feel an urgency to have cash and they hide behind this justification that they can't work because they're just too busy with school. And we recently went to Mexico uh, on vacation during the winter break and while we were there we caught uh, an uber and the young man that picked us up was uh, likely college age and so we kind of chatted him up a little bit and in talking with him we learned that he drove 12 hours a day seven days a week except for the days that he had class and those days he only drove eight hours a day And I was just so impressed by this because the reality is we have 24 hours in a day. Eight hours is going to be taken up by sleeping, leaving us with 16 hours. And this student, recognizing the short-term nature of his financial need, decided that with the remaining 16 hours of his day, he would spend 12 of those working. Now, that's insane, right? That's, that's a pretty substantial number. Um, but the reality is it left him with four hours a day uh, to do his homework and to watch TV and to do things that he wanted to do for fun. And when he had four hours of class, he simply deducted that from the 12 hours of driving he was previously doing. And I would just venture to guess that I don't know a single student who is working 60 hours a week and budgeting their time that way anywhere else. I I just thought that this young man was extraordinary. And it really got me thinking about side hustle and the role it plays in our everyday lives. My first side hustle experience was just in the form of working multiple jobs while in school. And so when I was in high school, uh, I had a couple jobs, one as an umpire and one as a fast food worker. Uh, When I moved to a new city for college, uh, I continued my work at that fast food restaurant, but I also started to take on student jobs on campus uh, that allowed me to kind of fill the hours. Um, 
this work continued for a number of years. And looking back, um, A, it supported some of my financial needs, but B, what it really did was it started to teach me what I valued in a job. And it gave me an opportunity to work for a myriad of different types of supervisors doing uh, diverse sets of work. Uh, you know, obviously the fast food joint was a uh, pretty laborious task uh, versus an office position that did not require me to get up and move around much. And it allowed me the opportunity to develop my identity as a professional and really hone in on what it was that made me happy. And so as that work continued, I realized I did not like the laborious work uh, of the fast food restaurant. And so I moved on from that and started working uh, for a nonprofit organization in addition to my student jobs, right? So I just, I kind of built them on top of each other and allowed them to naturally progress me through my life. And again, at no point was the acquisition of another job uh, financially motivated. I think for me, it was experience motivated. And I was interested in getting out there and seeing what else a person could do for a living. You know, college really was an opportunity for me to really decide how I would be happiest 40 hours a week after I graduated. And so I continued to do these different types of work and ultimately fell into my career path based on those jobs that I had in college. Uh, and then you hit kind of a new transition, and that is, you know, as the kids say these days, adulting. And for the first time, realizing that the work that you've been doing is now something that's got a pretty long-range trajectory on it. I think that's an interesting transition. You go from being a student employee and a student plus worker at a series of part-time opportunities to finding a job that unless you do something egregious or you decide to leave, you're not going to leave anytime soon. And it becomes a major part of your identity. It becomes a major part of the way that you spend your time on this earth. And more and more and more, you start to realize that the financial component behind all of this work that you're doing is equally important. I mentioned before that my wife and I became debt-free a couple years ago at this point. And one of the ways that we did that uh, was through intentional budgeting and planning and being very strategic with how we operated our cash flow. Now, one of the ways that we decided to support ourselves during this time of aggressive saving was through side hustles. We had jobs that we could have just solely worked and eventually paid off debt, but instead we made a decision to get a little bit more creative than that. And we found opportunities that allowed us to, without too much of a burden, increase the amount of money we had coming in. You know, people are often overwhelmed by the idea of money management, but I think 
it's important to remember that our financial situation is a very simple mathematical equation because there's only two factors, the money you have coming in and the money you have going out. That's it. And so when you're looking to pay off debt, you have two options. You can either decrease the amount you're spending to free up money to pay on debt, or you can increase the amount of money you have coming in. And so we went out and we found some different opportunities. Two in particular stand out. One was test proctoring. Uh, this was something that we both enjoyed uh, because it provided a relatively low impact opportunity for us to engage with students at a younger level. Um, both of our work at that point had been really centered around university level students. And having had the opportunity to work with a high school student group and preparing them for their future through you know, proper test uh, proctoring and, and, and preparation. I think that we really had kind of an interest in continuing that work. But at the end of the day, what it did was it funneled a little bit of extra cash into our pocket. And that was money that we were able to use to accelerate paying on our debt. Another thing that we did was we found that envelope addressing opportunity. I think I've talked about this briefly in a different episode, but we had a you know opportunity to address envelopes for a company that wanted handwritten envelopes for its customers. And so we did that and we made, you know, a nominal amount of money per envelope that we did that. But, you know, we just found the opportunity on an online forum and took them up on it. And it'll again, it increased the amount of money we had coming in every month. And so what happens? What happens is we paid off our debt substantially earlier than we would have had we not had that extra money coming in. And it really taught us how we valued our time in the sense that as soon as we paid off our debt, we had two options. We could maintain that cash flow or we could decrease our expenses. And at that point, we decided, you know what? We've decreased our expenses by not having debt to pay on anymore. Why don't we refocus some of that into some more aggressive retirement savings and saving for our other goals? But at the same time, we value our time more than this side hustle. So let's go ahead and retire this at this point. And so for the first time you know, in our lives, we finally get to a point where we aren't working multiple jobs. We don't need to uh, have all of these different sources of income coming in because we were smart with the way that we used the money that was coming in for that five or six year period. You know, we were very intentional about ensuring that the extra money that came in was being put towards the debt. And that really allowed us financial freedom at the end of it. Now, what I've found is that I still have a desire to be involved. And I have now kind of transitioned the energy that I had towards um, having a side hustle or having additional ways to make money into volunteer service that allows me or affords me opportunities that I would otherwise need to spend money on. Uh, so, for instance, uh, I had uh, an opportunity to volunteer as a uh, concession salesman at a theater that I enjoyed going to. And so rather than having to pay for show tickets, I was able to volunteer my time in exchange for free admission to the theater. And so I was able to show up and, and see the first half of the show, 
come out to the lobby, sell some candy bars, some water, pour some wine, and then go back into the theater at the end and watch the second half of the show. It was a great opportunity for me to quote-unquote side hustle, but this time, in exchange for my work, I simply was saving on expenses rather than making money that I may have otherwise used to purchase those tickets. And so when you remove the need of cash coming into your account, you really do open up some opportunities to continue to fulfill your life through the work and through how you spend your time in different ways. And suddenly you, be, you can become much more flexible in the term of compensation. You know, similarly, uh, another way that I've found uh, a way to spend my time is volunteering with different sporting events uh, in exchange for writing some reviews on my experience, right? So I, I help them out by providing some uh, qualitative analysis during my customer experience. And in exchange, I'm able to attend sporting events. And I think, again, because I have the ability to be flexible with how I'm compensated, that is, I don't have debt or a specific expense that I need this money for, I'm instead able to use my time to still effectively enhance my lifestyle while controlling my expenses by volunteering my time in manners that provides me with life experiences I would otherwise need to spend money on. And so I stand by any student that's listening, anyone who's at a point in their life where they have just one job, but they're not financially healthy, I implore you to go find something. And it doesn't have to be terrible, right? There are opportunities out there for you to do things that match with your interests, to do things that don't negatively impact your life, that simply gear your time in a way that allows you to bring in a little bit of extra money or allows you to reduce your expenses so that you can continue living the life you want. And ultimately, once you have rid yourself of debt, you will be awakened to this lifestyle that allows you to be generous with your time and flexible with your objectives. And that is the ultimate goal. That concludes today's episode of Brian's Budgets. You can sign up for our newsletter and catch up on content you've missed by visiting carrotconsulting.com. That's K-E-R-R-I-C-K consulting.com. Thanks for listening.